On episode 380 of Nintendo Switchcraft, Nintendo and Microsoft are coming for your loot boxes. Is that dock sale as good as you thought? Gotta collect them all, NES. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Frankenstein Gaming from the awesome city of New York, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and yeah, Saturday. Uh, tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Rezzed TV. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining up at the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail like we heard at the beginning of the show, you can do that from any device by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail, and I may even play it on the show. Uh, let's let's jump right in. Buy a ColecoVision and a Coleco game cartridge by November 15th. We'll send you a free Cabbage Patch Kid by Christmas. So last episode, I told you about this ridiculously good deal where you could get a, a refurbished Nintendo Switch dock for $40, but what I didn't realize at the time was that it's actually not as good a deal as it sounds like because it doesn't come with an AC adapter. It says right down here in the fine print, uh, this Nintendo Switch is the dock that is included with each Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch dock allows for the user to display Nintendo Switch gameplay on the television. This item is an add-on. This item is to add an additional dock to easily move the Nintendo Switch between multiple televisions, AC adapter and HDMI cable needed for complete setup. So I really wish that they had made that like bigger and more obvious so that I wouldn't have gotten everybody's hopes up. And thank you to everybody who reached out to me. I got YouTube comments. I got emails. I got tweets. I got DMs. I got people talking to me on Discord. Everybody reached out and they were like, Bill, you idiot. That doesn't come with the AC adapters. Well, hey, guess what? I make mistakes sometimes, and there you go. Nintendo, why aren't you including an AC adapter? Uh, I will say this. There's a lot of people who look at this, and they're like, they're ticked off that it doesn't include an AC adapter. The one thing that I will say, that I wouldn't say it makes it okay, but makes it not nearly as bad, is the fact that Nintendo is no longer using proprietary charging cables. So... I'll give you an example. When the new Nintendo 3DS came out, I think it was the new Nintendo 3DS, or maybe it was the 3DS XL. I can't remember which version. But when the uh, when a version of the 3DS came out, uh, it came without a charger. And so you had to either hold on to your charger when you traded in your old system, or you had to buy a new charger, which was super lame because that charger was a proprietary port. Super lame, Nintendo. Uh, now the, the Nintendo switch just uses USB-C and USB-C is as time goes on, it's becoming more and more, uh, ubiquitous. So I'm sure that people have extra, uh, USB-C. Well, I'm sure some people, I'm sure that I won't say most, but many people have extra USB-C chargers laying around. Uh, and you could probably use that on your Nintendo Switch dock, but I still think it's lame that Nintendo is not including a charger with this. Uh, just 
I, I don't know. I just think it's kind of lame. All right. So uh, GameIndustry.biz tweeted out this next story, and I, I like this story. Uh, this next story is, uh, if you don't know GameIndustry.biz, they cover the gaming industry, and uh, this is pretty big news. Uh, both Microsoft and Nintendo are going to require loot box odds disclosures uh, in the future. So this is uh, basically, what does this mean? Yeah, let's say that you're playing, uh, well, I guess Rocket League, and we'll, I can I mention Rocket League in a, in a, in a little bit. Uh, but let's say that you're playing Rocket League and you get a, uh, a, a loot box in the game. I think they call them crates. And then you go to the, the store and you buy a key in order to unlock said crate. And uh, maybe you get some skins for your car or a trail for your car or new wheels or something. I don't know. Whatever it is, uh, you're going to unlock some stuff. And they show you what could be in the box. And I don't know if Rocket League does this or not. But some some developers or publishers will show you, you've got this is the percent chance you've got of winning this. And this much lower number is the percent chance of winning the thing that you actually want. So uh, according to GameIndustry.biz, Nintendo, oh, and Sony's included in here. Uh, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft are two requiring uh, loot box odds disclosures. So now it's no longer going to be optional if you're putting your game on console if you are saying, hey, if you can win a uh, golden hero in this loot box, uh, but the the actual percent chance of winning that is like 0.5%, now they have to put that label on there and tell you. Uh, this is actually really awesome, and I think it's fantastic that uh, the, the uh, platform holders are holding the publishers uh, accountable for their predatory business methods. And and I have no problem saying that their their business methods are predatory. Uh, and actually, you know what? I brought up Rocket League. I might as well mention it now. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. But uh, Rocket League is having a major change to their monetization model uh, to be a little less predatory because they are, well, maybe a little less predatory because they are getting rid of loot boxes completely uh there's no longer going to be once they make this change any loot boxes where you can go in the game pay money to open up a a guess at what you're getting however what you can get is or what you can pay for is look this is the item that i want this is how much it costs i will give you my money thank you for the transaction that's what's going to be in rocket league going forward now i say that i think this is an improvement uh, without a doubt, this is a huge improvement. However, I wouldn't say that it's less predatory. And if you want to know more, there's a video that I posted on my YouTube channel, uh, which is called zoop, zoop, zoop. I'm scrolling down. Uh, rocket league says goodbye to loot boxes. So go to youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp, and check out that video. And I explain in the video how, while I think that this is a good change, I also anticipate that there's going to be things that come along with it that are bad. Uh, so go ahead and, and, and make sure that you check out that video. And while you're there, make sure you drop a like and a subscribe and all that stuff. And hey, if you're watching this video on, on YouTube, hit that like button because it really does help, especially uh, 
because uh, YouTube is changing their algorithm to make it so that unless you're in your subscribed feed, you're going to see less of the content of the stuff that you're subscribed to. They're going to really make you focus more on things that are uh, recommended for you. Uh, anyway, I think that this is a fantastic story and uh, good on the three console platforms for making this a requirement. Uh, I think, I, you know, great job. Uh, let's talk about some NES games for sale. Number one, uh, there is a, somebody found a sealed copy of Kid Icarus. If you never played Kid Icarus, you're missing out. It was a great game. It's very, very hard. Uh, but this sealed copy of Kid Icarus, uh, was found in somebody's attic. I guess the mom bought it for the kid and then put it in the attic and then forgot about it. A, a good example uh, or a good reference point for this would be in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when Clark is up, he's trapped in the attic. And, you know, don't yell at me about spoilers. This is a really old movie, all right? Uh, but Clark is up in the attic and he's, you know, he's putting away uh, the Christmas gifts that he got for his family and he finds an anniversary present that he bought for his wife in his hiding spot that he never gave to her, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, I, I, I just, I always found that to be a really hilarious scene. Uh, so I imagine that this, uh, person was up in their attic looking around and then they find this sealed copy of Kid Icarus and they sell it for $9,000 at auction, which is just absolutely crazy. But if you think that was crazy, uh, while that's really cool, I don't think it's nearly as crazy as um, Pink Gorilla. Uh, and if you don't know what Pink Gorilla is, I, I believe if I'm correct, it is a video game retailer that specializes in old games and import games. And they're in Seattle, Washington. And uh, I've seen them uh, featured on like YouTube videos where people are uh, making sure that something is authentic well, somebody just brought in to uh, Pink Gorilla's uh, s store in Seattle this uh, copy of Nintendo World Championships. Uh, if you don't know, this is like one of the rarest uh, video games of all time. Back in 1990, uh, Nintendo held the Nintendo World Championships, and they had these... Uh, these um, modified NES cartridges which just had like this sticker on them where you could uh put the uh, adjust the dip switches to play the different games that you were going to play and these are what was used during the competition and these are incredibly rare but somebody brought one in to uh Pink Gorilla uh they have not said how much they paid for it but they did tell the person hey uh, you know, just so you know what you're bringing in, this is the price that, that most of these are going for. And, uh, we're going to offer you a fair price for that. So I think it's awesome that they are totally upfront about what this was worth. Cause they could have said, Oh sure. I'll give you 20 bucks for that. And then turned around and sold it, sold it for thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, this thing is incredibly rare and pink gorilla has, um, authenticated, uh, copies of this before. So when they, if they're going to spend money on something, you know that it's probably the right thing and it's a real deal. Uh, but this is a new serial number that nobody knew about. Uh, everybody, like, if you look at the, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, then you can see this. Or if you're watching the live stream, 
uh, right in on the picture, on the upper left of the sticker, it says number 302. That's the serial number for this one. Uh, there's only so many of these out there, uh, but this is a new serial number that nobody knew about before, which is uh, pretty interesting. I, I think it's exciting. And every time I go to uh, like a uh, like a swap shop or a flea market, I always look through the NES games, trying to see if there's anything weird in there uh, that that jumps out at me. And I've never been lucky and found found that, but uh, I, I think it's awesome. Res TV is re- in in chat is reminding me the gray ones are the ones that were played on stage or given to Nintendo staff contestant. The gold ones or even more rare. I think there were only 26 gold ones made. Uh, he, he then says, I wanted to buy a reproduction of it as something to put on the shelf. You are not alone, man. I almost bought a reproduction of uh, Earthbound on eBay the other day just to have it on the shelf behind me, kind of like my my uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, although that's not a reproduction, and uh, my... Uh, Donkey Kong for the ColecoVision, which is right there. Uh, you know, I I, I I I like collecting this old stuff, this this old Nintendo stuff, uh, very much so. So, um, you know, I always I always keep my eye out for stuff like this. And you know, if you ever if you ever come across stuff like this, make sure that you take pictures of it and drop it in our in our community Discord and uh, let everybody know that you found this cool thing. And uh, if you want to join our Discord, which you absolutely should, because there's hundreds of awesome people in there, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, and you can join us over there and have a bunch of fun. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about a possible new display for the Nintendo Switch. But first, let's hear from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Well, excuse me, princess. All right, we are back, and this is pretty interesting. Um, I opened up the story this morning. It's a Wall Street Journal story, and this morning I was able to read the story because I hadn't looked at any other Wall Street Journal uh, uh, articles in a while, and I was able to read the whole thing. Uh, but then I foolishly closed the st- the uh, the window, and when I opened it back up, now it wants me to subscribe to re- read the whole story. And I don't really care about the Wall Street Journal, so I'm not going to do that. So that means that everything that I'm going to talk about is pretty much from memory uh, from this morning. So uh, apparently, 
Uh, Sharp, which I remember back in the day, Sharp was like they made TVs. And uh, I don't think I've heard anything from them in an incredibly long time. I don't know if they still make TVs because I don't look for TVs. I don't shop for TVs. But Sharp Corporation uh, has told the Wall Street Journal or uh, the Wall Street Journal has uncovered that the Sharp Corporation is going to be making an IGZO uh, screen for the Nintendo Switch. IGZO is uh, indium gallium zinc oxide, which is a semiconducting material that allows you to make uh, low low cost, low power, high resolution LCD screens for electronics. And apparently, Sharp Corporation is going to be making one of these screens for the Nintendo Switch. This is according to Mr. Takashi Mochizuki, who is the, the, the man in Japan for the Wall Street Journal. Now, all that being said, uh, what do we know about this? Well, not much. Uh, there's automatically going to be people who are jumping up and down saying, Oh my gosh, it's the Switch Pro, the Switch Pro, blah, 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 blah. We don't know that. The, the, the key thing that I want to pull out of this, uh, this leak from uh, Mr. Mochizuki in the Wall Street Journal is that, I don't want to phrase this, I got to think for just a second, okay, uh, is that this is a low power display. So this low power display could be something that they are looking to introduce later on in order to make the Switch's battery life even longer. Look, the 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 new reversion reversion revision. That's the word I was looking for. The new revision of the switch is now out and available. We're talking about the HAC001 parentheses dash 01 parentheses. Uh that's the new one that has the same chip as the Nintendo Switch Lite. Uh it has um uh, everything else about it is the same except for I think it has new memory, new low power memory, and the internal board is kind of rearranged, but it's basically a Switch, and it plays Switch games in exactly the same way. In fact, there was a Game Explain video where they pitted the new Switch against the old Switch, and it was pretty much a toss-up. They both loaded games in, at exactly the same rate. I guess one of them downloaded slightly faster uh, but at the end of the day, I, I don't really care about that. Uh, it, you know, maybe you care about it when you download 24 gigs of um, of uh, DC Universe online. But I usually just set something to download and then go do something else. And I come back later and there it is. It's done. Uh, so anyway, you know, we've got that new switch. And uh, I don't think that this one has the new screen because, you know, I looked at Nintendo's... Um, like their FAQ about it or their spec sheet on it. That's the word I was looking for. I looked at the spec sheet for that and uh, it didn't say anything about the new display. So I'm going to assume that the new switch that we're getting, the the V2, the Dash 01 switch, not the original OG switch, uh, the Dash 01 switch, I assume that that one has the same exact screen as the OG switch. And this is for some future thing that we don't know about yet. Um, the Nintendo Switch Lite, maybe it's for that. We don't know. Uh, maybe it's for uh, for the Switch Pro that that may or may not come out down the road. You know, 
if I've learned anything, it's that Mr. Mochizuki, uh, he tends to, you know, he, uh, first off, it's the Wall Street Journal. Uh, so he's an actual journalist. And when he reports on stuff, I pay attention. And if you weren't sure, he is the person who said the switch light was coming. And he said it a long time ago and he said it multiple times. And then finally it happened. So I, I tend to pay attention. In fact, I follow him on Twitter uh, and you should too. And uh, I think that uh, I think that this screen would probably make sense to be put into a Switch Pro down the line, uh, possibly 1080p, uh, low power, so it doesn't draw nearly as much power as uh, as a 1080p version of whatever we've got in the uh, in the Switch now. Uh, but I'm curious as to what you guys think. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. Let me know if you think that this uh, screen is going to be used in a Switch Pro or if you think it's just going to be used in future revisions of the hardware like the Switch uh, Dash 01 uh, version. Anyway, let's, you know, I brought up DC Universe Online. I want to talk about that for a second. DC Universe Online uh, just came out. I did... I did spend the time downloading it, which is to say that I started the download and went to sleep, and then I played it a little bit the next day, and I played it just long enough for me to to say, whew, man, this game is ugly, and I don't remember it being this ugly, so I don't know if it's uh, if it's really ugly on the Switch, and it, it looked better in the past. I would have to re-download it on my PC in order to find out, and I'm not really interested in re-downloading the whole thing, but... Man, it looked ugly on the Switch. I made a character. I went through the, tu- the tutorial and, you know, fought alongside Superman for a little while. The game just didn't hold my attention. It it, it seemed to, I, and I'm sure that there's people out there who love this game. And if you're one of those people and now you can play it portably, then all I have to say is congratulations to you. But man... I couldn't get past the clunky... The, the controls just felt clunky. This is obviously a game that was originally made for PC. That's where I played it originally. And they didn't update the UI really at all for, for controllers. Uh, you would think that they would, you know, have the, the buttons be, you know, in like a, a, a plus formation so that when you're hitting your face buttons, you know exactly where it is. But no, they still have the row along the bottom like they do if you're using mouse and keyboard on PC. They just didn't update the UI. And that alone just screams to me, lazy port. You know, if you're going to make an MMO, which are, which are games with, that traditionally have a ridiculous number of inputs, then the least you could do is redesign the UI to make sense for a controller, even though you made it for PC. That being said... Uh, I'm not going to spend any time playing it, and I've already uninstalled it or archived it on my Switch. Uh, but uh, it's a free-to-play game, and there's there's a couple things that I want to point out. First off, it does not require Nintendo Switch Online, and I think that that's pretty important. It doesn't require Nintendo Switch Online, so you can play it and connect to the internet and play online all you want, even if you're not subscribed, which is great. You know, Another game that doesn't require that is Fortnite, I believe. Also, it has built-in voice chat, apparently. And uh, the, the voice chat is uh, built into the game. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't use the, your, your stupid phone app that Nintendo wants you to do. Uh, so this is, you know, not the first game that does that, but it's the next game that does that. And I think that that's 
really, really awesome. Uh, it's a free game, but there is a subscription that you can pay for that gives you access to more stuff. So I thought I would really quickly let everybody know about what exactly you get from subscribing or for free when you play DC Universe Online. So there's three uh, tiers to uh, people who play the game. The free tier, these are people who play for free. Then there's the premium tier. This is if you have spent $5 on the game or more. And then there's the legendary. Um, let me let me try that again. Then there's the legendary, legendary tier. The legendary tier means that you are subscribing $15 a month. Uh, and, you know, that's obviously going to give you the most stuff. But if you're playing for free, uh, you get to access the game for free. You get all game updates. Uh, you can purchase expansion packs if you want, or you can stick with just what the game launches which, with, which I'm sure is plenty of content to keep you busy for a while. It gives you two uh, character slots, 28 inventory slots, uh, zero auction slots, so you can't auction things. Now, why is this important? Actually, I'm, I'm not going to tackle this. This is important for a reason which I will uh, explain in a little bit. Uh, 12 bank slots... Um, no trading. Again, this is important, and I'll explain why in a little bit. Uh, In-game currency is 1,500 max. Again, this is important. I'll explain why in a little bit. The chat is limited. You can have six chat tech. I'm sorry, six text chat messages per 30 seconds. Uh, why is this a uh, a restriction? Again, this goes along with all those other things that I said is important, and I will explain in a little bit. You can send text mail but you can't send items or uh, money to another player. Uh, and you don't get m very much support. Uh, you get one free ticket per week, whatever. Or no, that's vault tickets. I don't really know what that is. If you're a, a fan of DCUO, feel free to let me know. And you can play Players Leagues. All right. All of those things that I said, that's important. And, and I'll tell you why in a second. Now I'm going to tell you why. All of those things that are restricted, the amount of money that you can have, the ability to mail items around or money around, the ability to talk to people, it, all of that stuff is restricted. And the reason why it's restricted is to combat bots. So if you are somebody who wants to play the game for free, I would recommend that you, uh, that you use just spend five dollars on the game so that you can get the premium access because a lot of those restrictions go away in mmos a common problem and i'm going to try and wrap this up soon a very common problem that you run into is bots running around the world uh killing things uh looting things and then collect like they have the you know they have these bots doing all of this work and then they take the currency and then they sell that two people on like a website like gold for gems or whatever some stupid some stupid website and they will spam the the url for that in chat so all you see is their non-stop advertisements of stuff so that's why the text chat is limited they can't send out nearly as much uh, garbage in infecting everybody's uh gameplay but then people who see that and they don't know any better they go to this website and then they buy gold and sure enough, they get the gold, but they also gave that company their credit card number. And then their then that credit card gets used someplace else and they end up getting ripped off. Uh, this is a huge, huge problem uh, in MMOs. And this is how they have to combat it by making the bots 
pay money in order to uh, access better features. And I'm all for it. So if you want to get rid of some of those, you can pay $5. If you want to subscribe every month, uh, you get all of the game. Or I'm sorry, you get free access to all of the DLC. So that means every time DLC comes out, you have access to all of it. This is very common MMO stuff. But I know a lot of my audience, they don't play a lot of MMO games because they're not on the Switch. So uh, something something to keep in mind. Uh, inventory slots, you get 63. That's such a weird number. Why the hell 63? Uh, it's not even divisible by anything, is it? Is it? I don't think it is. Uh, anyway, uh, you get the picture. Uh, again, I'm not, I'm not going to be playing this game. It doesn't look fun to me. I played just a little bit of it. It, it might've been fun back in the day, but it just doesn't hold up. All right, real quick before we get out of here, because we are quickly approaching 30 minutes. Uh, we did have an update on Pokemon, and let's talk about that very, very quickly. Uh, in addition to uh, the cool little video that they posted, they also said or talked about a, or showed off a new feature called Pokejobs. Uh, so in the Galar region, it is very common for people and Pokemon to work together. Many corporations and universities request the help of Pokemon through what are known as Pokejobs. So what is a Pokejob? Basically, uh, it's a quest that you can send your Pokemon that are in your in your in your uh, box or yeah in your box to go do. So if you're not familiar with Pokemon, you have a box filled with Pokemon, and then you have your team that is with you, and the po- the box filled with Pokemon just sit there. So Poke jobs mean that you're going to get a quest. You could take a Pokemon from the box, and you can say go on that quest, and they'll come back with XP and probably some some money or something. This is awesome because it gives you a way to level up the the Pokemon that you're not currently questing with. And I think that this is a very big addition to the game. And I'm I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm happy that they are adding this to the game. Uh, Oh my gosh, uh, I got two minutes left. Uh, Print your own Switch Grip. For those of you who have not heard about the Switch Grip, uh, there are uh, the Glip. The Grip Clip Store has posted the uh, designs on Etsy, and you can print one for yourself for five bucks if you've got a 3D printer. I do not have a 3D printer, but if uh, somebody out there does and wants to print me one, let me know. All right, uh, I will. Uh, maybe I'll send you five bucks for it or something. Uh, I've got two other videos on my YouTube channel that I want to talk about. First off, Race Die Run is i'm you know i'm not going to talk about it because we're coming up on the end of the show uh but race die run and lost orbit terminal velocity these are two games that i did first look for's first looks for there we go uh in the past couple of days and you can find those videos over on my youtube channel uh i also i got an email from germs they said hey bill i just wanted to hear your thoughts on the zelda you know what okay Okay, I'm going to read the email. Hey, Bill, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on the Zelda clone. People are calling it, uh, I think it's called Geshin Impact on PS4. Me personally, I'm looking forward to playing this. I've been watching some gameplay of it, and yes, it's clearly taking a lot of inspiration from Breath of the Wild, but is that such a bad thing? More Breath of the Wild until Breath of the Wild 2? Sure, bring it on. I seriously doubt the Switch will bring it on board, but I'm curious on your thoughts. Love the show germs for you. All right. I'm not going to answer this episode. I will answer next episode, but I want to know what you all think 
if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below about this uh, Genshin, Genshin Impact for PS4. It is clearly uh, inspired by Zelda. Uh, they didn't pull any punches when they started copying stuff. But you know, I will talk about that next episode, and I want to talk. I want to know what you guys think. If you are listening to the show, you can email me runjumpstomp at gmail.com or you can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you want to support the show, that's super easy to do. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you for more content like this. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're about to hear is Cornaria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. Thank you guys for hanging out with me while I record the show. You're awesome. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 